John Cena was brutal in this film. John Cena's great in this. Really. John Cena was weirdly great. People keep sleeping on John Cena. I keep telling people, this guy's good. He's got chops. See, my... Well. I've not watched fucking <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> No, there is context to this. So, Joe, you know. Joe. <laughs> there is context. Joe just straight up said he forgot that we were on a podcast here and not just in the server. He, that's yeah. what just happened. He just Genuinely. Said, John Cena Do you want to cut that bit out? Got a Tom. No, we're not. Oh, no. You dug your grave. You can line it. Are you ready? Is everyone ready? Let me just adjust my wedgie. <laughs> there we go. I, will, I hate when I have to readjust my wedgie just before a podcast. Yeah, it's not quite up the that's... crack enough, so I've got to sort of put it I, back yeah. up. I think that should be included. Pull it up a bit more. I do like to think that I'm wearing a thong, so, you know, just really... Wait, you're not? I mean, you could also just wear a thong. I thought that was the dress code for this. I'm a... Not that we're on camera, I'm, but... I'm a wearing ladies' underwear. It's a thong! Are you? <laughs> They're briefs! They're briefs! <laughs> They're not mine! It's a thong! It's a thong! <laughs> oh. By the way, Joe, there is no dress code for this. You could be naked and we would not know right now. I did want naked ones. When, did you which one actually... was that? Do you know, remember, David, there's a clip on Facebook about it. I, I put my. I put you my, think I watched the fucking clip? I, I, I put my yeah. camera on. And uh, I, I didn't have a shirt on. And you were like, what the fuck? Are you naked? You didn't have a shirt on, but you didn't have... Like, I'm sure you said you had pants on. Should we get started? Quite possibly. You did not have pants on. Xander, <laughs> did you not have pants on? Xander, <laughs> you have to tell you right now if you did not have pants on. I did not consent to you being in the same podcast as... Like naked, as you were. I feel like this conversation should be Patreon exclusive content. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in um, suicide style. That's really fucked up. I can't say that, can I? You can't say that. Um, no. We're, we're going to film you in some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> Oh god, that was that was horrible. <laughs> that was something. That that certainly was an intro. Um, you know what? Let's keep That's it. That's the joke you use. Let, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Um, <laughs> I did it I, I'm your host, Sander Languist, and the host of this. What is this? Some kind of Suicide Squad. And um, with oh, this, gosh, with me as always is my wonderful co-host. It's Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I um I finally went to a cinema for the first time in over two years. Woo! Exciting stuff. Yeah, we'll and, talk about that later. And with us once again, you're becoming a bit of a regular here, aren't you, mister? It's, I uh, am, you can't get rid of me. It's our wonderful poster boy. It's Mr. Joe Cook. How are you doing, Joe? Uh, hello. Uh, I'm very good, especially as I had some crackers and butter this morning. Lovely stuff. <laughs> crackers and butter for your breakfast? Yes. That's, Epic meal. That's some noncy shit, that, mate. I had some fucking <laughs> weird breakfast, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I've had a student budget. I've had a fucking, like, tikka masala for breakfast. But what? that is fucking weird. Okay, that's weird. That's overhaul. I had some fucking butter for your breakfast. I had a, Just that's pretty juice. poggers, actually. I, I, had a, I, brought, I had a bowl of cereal. I had a bowl of Smarties cereal. Smarties cereal? Did you just put Smarties and milk in a bowl? Yes. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have my cereal. Oh. I did have cereal, though. Right. Um, welcome to the show. Um, I want to point out early that um, Joe is actually an amazing person because you may notice that our Instagram and Facebook have had a little bit of a glow up recently. And that's because Joe has taken over making the posters for the uh, to, to promote the episodes. And oh my God, they're amazing. If you haven't seen them, go to our Instagram and Facebook, check them out because they are actually works of art. This week We're very specifically... Sp- this one is so fucking cursed. Yes, it this is one, very cursed. This one is a bit strange, yes. um, I will admit. So uh, <laughs> so if, if you're... If you're if you need some sort of counselling after seeing this next one, then um, I'll leave Joe's Are we, are we allowed to just mention one thing of it? Because I, I just want to say something about like one thing that I'm one day just going to randomly post on the Instagram. What? I'm going to post myself in a Harley Quinn cosplay one day. Uh, you're just no, not going to know about it, Xander. Gonna, no, that's not, not going to happen. I might bleach my eyes not, if that happens. You're yeah. just not going to know about it, Xander. You're just, just gonna get, it's just going to be like with the April Fool's podcast. You're just going to get a message from your friend and just be like, what the fuck is that on your Instagram? And then I'm going to apologize to everyone and compensate them necessarily. So you're going to give them a free podcast? Exactly. Even though they get it for free anyway. Exactly. Say, these are free anyway. <laughs> what is my prize? A podcast. A free podcast that is already Bizarre. free. Oh, boy, Bizarre. you shouldn't have. Right. Um... This week, we're obviously talking about The Suicide Squad, the newest DC movie directed by James Gunn. It's in cinemas, but is it any good? I guess you'll have to wait and see after yes. we hear oh. the news from David. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, like, yes, there. it's good. There you go. End oh. of podcast. Well, fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I might call this episode um, more like The Screwicide Squad. Am I right? <laughs> See, you know, well, because Epic. David A got screwed over and is crying on Twitter about it again. Oh dear! <laughs> I want to see that version of the movie, man. I want to see. I don't original... even want to see the original version of the movie they released. Never mind his version. I want to see his version because I reckon it would. I reckon it would be, it would be the same as the Snyder Cut. I reckon it would be actually half decent. Now I reckon it's really shit, and I mean really shit. And he just is crying about it because he got kind of screwed over. You can't polish a turd. Exactly. I mean, Justice like, League was a turd, and we polished that, and it came out real good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't real good. It was really, it, it was, really good. It was just good. It was just good. It's a real good movie. It was just surprisingly good. It's real good. Anyway, um, David, what's the news? Okay, so the biggest bit of news, we'll just jump that into that straight away, because I know Xander will probably want to talk about it. I'm sure Joe will want to talk about it. Um, every single person seems to be wanting to sue Disney at this point. Yeah. Um, Johansson has confirmed that she is currently um, suing Disney over the Black Widow uh, joint cinema and stream release. It's to do with the, um, the contract given, I believe it's like a percentage of the box office profits. Yes. And obviously because Disney Plus Premier Access doesn't actually count into box office, um, she's been completely fucked over with this. And yeah. so rightfully so, she's suing them. And now both Emily Blunt and um, Emma Stone are considering suing Disney. Yeah. And they're currently talking with their lawyers about it and seeing whether it's a good idea yeah, because they've also been fucked over with the same contract. Yeah, their movies Cruella for Emma Stone and Jungle Cruise for Emily Blunt there. Um, yeah, this is... That's huge news. Yeah, it's fucking mad. Like, who, who on earth would have thought that somebody could, like, sue the mouse himself? Sue the mouse. 
Like, seriously, who on earth? Like, and the thing is, it's not even like this isn't something that they could win. Like, they could actually win this as well. Like, Disney can't just immediately like, ah, fuck you, you're not going to win this. Like, they are completely breaching their contract. I think think it's fair to say, though, that we're not going to see Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow again. Anytime. Well, I, mean, uh, I don't died, mind. So yeah, yeah, they kind of timed this one right. Um, and I think it's now fair to say that Emily Blunt might not be in the Fantastic Four movie. Um... <laughs> oh, what about Mary Poppins? Yeah, but it just depends. Like, it depends how they sort all this out. Because yeah. they may, like, Disney may just keel over and just be like, "Hey, um, we'll just give you this amount of money." Uh, this is how much you were expected to make from the box office profits, so we'll give you this much. We, yeah, because um, we were... I, I was talking to about it with a friend, and, like, I think it actually might have been Joel last night. We, we said, like, you know, this... The movie made, like, what what what's Black Widow's current box office? It's, like, 300 million worldwide or something like that. Something really yeah. small. God. Whereas, um, if, if pre-pandemic, this would have probably made, like, what, just under a billion? Maybe a billion? Because if something, if Captain Marvel can make a billion, there's no way that Black Widow can't make a billion. Well, it was also, um, I believe, I remember reading somewhere that um, it's expected that she could have lost out on at least fifty million. Yeah, yeah, that makes Which, sense. Which fucking yeah. huge amount of money. That's a lot like, of money. That's a lot if, of money. If Disney, if Disney don't do anything to rectify this, then they are like nobody's gonna want to like jump on Marvel anymore. I don't think that's true, but... Nah, like, it's... if they're doing Premier Access from now on, if that's, like, where they go with... Oh, no, I think Jungle contracts, Cruise is their last one. Jungle Cruise doing. is probably going to be the last one. Unless... Well, they've said that they've also... Um, they're going to be starting bringing stuff over 45 days after the cinema release. Yeah, yeah, well... well so a few, that's a few probably through Premier Access. A few companies have done that. Uh, so, so... So, A Quiet Place Part 2 went on the uh, Paramount's... Uh, streaming service after like what thirty days something like that and it was still making money yeah. in the box office, so it was it was weird it was making money in the box office but it was also available on streaming, so it's like you know there's there's probably a line here that we need to hit better I think it needs to be yeah. I think it needs this, to be a shorter think, cinema the cinema yeah the cinema release needs to finish to and then release it on like streaming platforms for rental. I think that's like a decent way to do it because yeah. the, the, at the end of the day, like people don't want to wait six months to have to watch a DVD release for a movie if they didn't get oh, to see it in cinema. I hate that. Yeah. And like, the this, this kind of thing was can, so long. This kind of thing can really revolutionize like watching like films brand new, like end the cinema release, wait like a week or maybe a month even max, and then release it on streaming platforms for rental at a pr- more premium price. Not as expensive as they've been doing but a more premium price than what you'd normally pay for because it's like three pound fifty usually for a rental and well not for, doing a new, it like not for a new quid. movie like if a, if a new it's movie like 550 from... sometimes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Five but like the like so like if they did like a tenner for a release that's not on dvd yet but it's also just got out of the cinema i think a tenner is decent to rent it for two days or 28 days and then two days after watching it yeah I think that's a that's a good price. Yeah, yeah, but we'll um, I think we'll have to see where this goes. Yeah, we'll have to see where this goes because uh, I'm. It, it is an interesting avenue we're going down, and I think in the wrong hands this could this could fuck up the industry. But I think yeah. if everyone yeah. kind of keeps their head on a swivel and doesn't lose it, lose the shit, then I think we, this might actually end up being a good thing. 
Yeah. But uh, big up. Disney in their place. I mean, I mean, I big up Scarjo, Emma Stone, and Emily Blunt for yeah. Get, and they fucking that, standing up to the mouse. Getting that cash money, cash money, boats and hose. You know. <laughs> What's the okay? Next so news? next bit of news. Um, oh, you sent me this, Sander. Um, Dan Trachtenberg is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, his new uh, Predator movie is called Skull. Yes. And it's already shooting. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Dan Trachtenberg, most probably most well known for um, making Ten Cloverfield Lane. Lane. <gasps> um, and yeah. he's made a couple oh. of Black Mirror episodes as well. Let me pull yeah. up the oh. here because um, he's definitely. I believe he done... did like some of the best of Black Mirror episodes as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, so, he's some got of the best good of the, uh, the modern ones anyway. Um, oh yeah. Okay, he's, well, direct, he's directed he episodes of The Boys. He's directed episodes of Black Mirror. And what else he directed? Yeah, that that's it that you'd really know. So he directed um, the first episode of The Boys, and he directed the episode of Black Mirror. You know where it's the uh, horror game. Yeah, and that one's so really good as well. Oh, that's like my oh, favorite that's one. Brilliant, that that one's a really good one. So yeah, he's um, and he made a a, a short film about the Portal video game. Yeah, that, that he's actually um, apparently he signed on for a Portal movie as well. At some point in yeah, the future, yeah, he is. Yeah, he says right. He's, he's apparently he's the writer. He's a writer of JJ uh, Abrams Potter movie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so this, like this, the dude, has, good. he's inc- he's incredible. He's got so much talent. Like Ten Cloverfield Lane is fantastic. It's the best Cloverfield movie. And then, um, like that Portal show, I've watched multiple times. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> like for something that's basically just a puzzle game, and he somehow made it actually a genuinely good film. One thing that I'm not excited for, though, although it makes me a little apprehensive, is that in the post that I sent you, David, it says at the yeah. bottom, it is still unknown whether the movie is going to be PG-13 or R-rated. It needs to be R-rated. There has not been a Predator movie yeah. other than Alien vs. Predator that is has been PG-13. PG-13. Yeah, like, that kind of thing. They know that Predator should be R-rated no matter what. Just because I've had some fuck-ups with R-rated Predator doesn't mean that Predator shouldn't be R-rated, because yeah. AVP is horrendous. I, w- I would much rather watch The Predator, the Shane Black one, over I AVP. enjoyed that, weirdly enough. I remember we did a podcast. We did do a that podcast, wasn't the worst. and that, was, that, that wasn't a, the worst film ever. It is a weirdly enjoyable movie. Um, yeah, exactly. It's got some really stupid shit, but it's but fun. It's got some weirdly good stuff as well in it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, this is gonna be yeah, about this... this is gonna be about the uh, the first time the predator came to Earth. Yeah, so this should be this should be exciting. I'm I'm excited for this. It's gonna be. I want to see it skin some people. Oh fuck you! Yeah. We should. We probably will. Yes. Um, and finally, we we had some trailers release. Yeah. Um, so in regards to trailers, we had the first trailer for the Blade Runner Black Lotus anime series. I don't know if any of you are like big Blade Runner fans in I like the re- show right now. I really dig Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's a great movie. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably check this out. Yeah, um, like this one. It the animation style looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, for one, and it 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 looks like it's really captivating Blade Runner from what I've seen, like with the style. Anyway, I've never watched a Blade Runner film fully, so oh, I can't really say. Sure. So, just you know, take the take what I'm saying as ramblings of a man who doesn't know what the fuck he's on about. But does wait, David, you've anime. not seen Blade Runner? I do know stuff about anime. Yeah, I've never watched Blade Runner. 
I, I oh, just, I, no. I could never be bothered watching it. Like, it, it seems like a great movie. I just, I've never been in the mood to watch something like that. Even though I love Cyberpunk. Like, not just, like, obviously Cyberpunk 2077. I love the style and, like, the story that Cyberpunk worlds can give you. Um, bro, yeah. Blade Runner 1, I think, is really good. But Blade Runner 2049 is a fucking masterpiece. It seems like that's, like, the, uh, the like, split, though. People either think that Blade Runner 1 is a masterpiece and Blade Runner 2049 is good, but not that great. Or Blade Runner 1 is good, but not that great. And 2049 is a masterpiece. Well, like, either... that's, that's the really interesting thing about the Blade Runner. Either way, like, they're both, they're both really good. So Yeah. Um, the next trailer that released um, is for Army of Thieves, the yeah. uh, Army of the Dead prequel. Yeah, it, it looks all right. Yeah, this trailer it, looks fun. Yeah. I'm I'm there for it. Man. It just it looks like an all right heist movie. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, just, I'm totally down, down to climb. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I was expecting anything else in that, but it just seems fine so far. I don't want it to be, you know, like a oh, we're building a uh, a world for the sake of they it. They are. So we they are doing that. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, because they're doing an. They're also doing an animated prequel series. Yeah, they're doing an anime series on Netflix that's um, going to be Day Zero for all the characters, yeah. and they're also um, working on a sequel. Yeah, and they're probably going to do spin-offs for every other character as well at this point. Like they're making this into a zombie-like but universe. It, but it got a lot of views. Got a it lot did. of views. So it, it did. you know, go people are excited. Exactly. Um, and the final trailer, which honestly I genuinely enjoyed, I could, I'm really excited to see this. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife finally got a full-on trailer. A full-on we've had, like, trailer. We've had like a full-on you know, trailer. A full-on trailer. We've had like little bits here and there. We haven't had like huge chunks of like showing us what this movie's going to do, how it's going to look, this annual. We had um, a bit of a snippet. Of um, like the Miss Tiny Mister Puffs, Mister Stay Puff. I I like those. Yeah, they're adorable. Um, I wasn't sold on this trailer. I'm I'm honestly like, I'm very optimistic. It doesn't look I'm, incredible, but it looks. I good. what I what I don't like about like I like I like Ghostbusters. I only recently just watched the first one for the first time, but um. I'm not a fan of the Stranger Things style to it with, you know, an ensemble of uh, young adults. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing is pulling me off it, but it does also seem to be, you know, like showing off some more of the adults. And yeah, it seems to be going more Stranger Things and I, I like think Umbrella I Academy early on, this and the other. But... I, I don't think it looks funny. I I can't remember a joke in that trailer. I don't think there See, was one. The was thing. there? There wasn't like, a joke in the trailer. The only joke in the trailer was like Paul Rudd getting attacked by the mini Stay Puft. But like, Ghostbusters is one of the funniest movies of all time. It's one of the most well-known comedies of of ever. So why would you release a trailer that's going to be like a sequel to this movie and not make a point that yes, this is going to be funny? Because like me, it, this looks, it looks me, weirdly yes, serious. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. But there's there's a thing that also like comedy movies kind of like the trailers kind of ruin it for me sometimes. Because then you hear a joke that you've seen in the trailers, 
It's like, oh yeah, I, I know this already. I know, but and not... half the time, whenever the trailer releases, they ruin. They use the best jokes in the trailers. But, but like, sometimes that works because Richard Richard Curtis, you know, the one who did Love Actually, he yeah. was saying, yeah. if you've got good jokes, put some of them in the trailer because that's what puts you know Bums in people in the cinema. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's not you don't need the jokes to put people in seats for this one though, because you've got you the do. fact that it's a Ghostbusters sequel. You well, do the last, the, 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 a sequel the last, to yeah. the, the last Ghostbusters one. movie they made did not make that much money. Yeah, but people already hated that by the fact that it was like a reboot and an all-female cast, and you know but how like, that kind of shit goes I think down the you've internet. Got to, you've got to because I still I'm not 100 percent sure what I'm getting in for here. Like obviously I know. Are you going to see it though? Uh, yeah, because we have a podcast and I've got to. But <laughs> we haven't but, we haven't lined up an episode for that. Well, because we haven't because it comes out in like November. We haven't got that far yet. Um, but I, I just I just think like I don't know, man. I'm not 100 percent sold on this. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm really uncertain about this. This, you know, what it could come out of nowhere and surprise me and be like, wow, this is one of the best movies of the year, 100. percent But I just don't see it going that way. I see this going bad, and I think that's yeah, why they've, can... they've really sort of held back on the jokes because maybe it just isn't funny yeah maybe not but i'm still you know saying like i'm still staying optimistic because i you know i really like ghostbusters yeah me too. um it's a fan it's a fucking like fantastic but you know it's just one of those isn't it like you can always say that either it's going to be really, really good or it's going to be really, really bad. I'm just excited. The trailer, like, the CGI looks great. Yeah. All the stuff looks fantastic. I like that Paul Rudd's in it because I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is pretty Oh, dope. he ages like fine wine. He really does. He does. He's like butter. Whereas we all age like a fine milk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Ghostbusters. Yeah, um, and one uh, one last one that I've just realised. Uh, speaking of Paul Rudd, um, I'm on the Wasp Quantumania shoot has begun. Yeah, yeah, that epic. Is. Um, I think I think that's mainly exciting because of Loki. But we, if you still haven't seen that, we won't spoil it here. But um, like, I I think the only reason people are mildly excited for that now is because they watched Loki and were like, oh, okay. or because they just like Paul Rudd. It's one or the other. Yeah. You either like Paul Rudd, so you want to watch more Ant Man. Or you like no Loki, you want to see more Ant-Man. Come on. I do. I like Ant-Man. I love the first Ant-Man. The first Ant-Man's great. Second one's boring. As and well. the second one's fun. Second one's, second one's shit, but the first one's great. Right. Are we done with the news? Yes, we are. That's the last bit of news. Thank you, David, for going through all that news oh, for us. No, it's all right. Go on. Continue. Right. Oh, God, tired. Sorry. Um, we're doing... Suicide Squad came out in the UK. Fuck you, America. You got to wait an extra week. We got it. We've seen it. So, well, then again, America also gave it free on fucking HBO Max. So is it yeah, fuck so, you, America, yeah. or is it fuck you, UK? Yeah. Fuck me, right? Yeah, but you have to pay um, for HBO Max, don't you? You do have to pay for your HBO Max. Yeah, so, but it's just subscription. <laughs> most people You fool. Have. Oh, but they also get like all the cool DC shows like Justice League and Batman the Animated Series. What? They get why literally it, fucking everything. Why isn't HBO Max here? Why, why haven't they because done that? Because we yet? don't have HBO. I know, but like, surely just release it under a different name then, or something. 
Just give well, it then to again, us. Though, we are getting Peacock in the UK. Why? Um, ABC's streaming service. Why? Just so we can, just so they can take the office off of Netflix or whatever the fuck it is, and just shove it on there, and that's all you get. Oh god. Yeah. Right. Um. So the Suicide Squad came out. Um. It debuted it? at hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is now currently sat at ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, with an 8.1 on IMDb and a 77% on Metacritic. There is no audience score on Rotten Tomatoes yet because it still is not <gasps> released in the US. Um, so this is, you know, we've seen this early. We're, we're going to give you our full spoiler review. Um, the spoiler section will be a little bit later on, so don't worry. If you have not seen the movie, we will tell you a cut-off point and we will not spoil anything from this movie that wasn't in the trailers. Um, so we, we'll talk about the villain and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, first of all, so overall thoughts, um, how do we all feel about this? Um, I really liked it. Like, yeah, I know the DC EU as it is, has had, you know, shaky ground. Um, this is the f- first of, um, the DCU that I've seen in cinemas and I'm glad it was cause I loved it. And it embraced how silly and weird it is, unlike yeah. the old Suicide Squad, which tried to be too serious. Yeah, that old Suicide Squad was really dark and gritty, and just like a re- it's like a dark and gritty like Fast and Furious. The old one is just all about family. They're this dysfunctional family. Oh no! From not the hour Dom. and a half. Oh my god! Imagine Dom as Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, um, hey, I'll, pudding. I'll, I'll, I got family. I want to say this straight up. Um, like I, I don't remember whether we were recording when we were talking about this or whether it was before we were recording. Um, but obviously the original Suicide Squad is a trash heap, but it was mainly meddled by the producers. Um, I personally want to see the David Ayer cut. So if we talk about how bad the original Suicide Squad is, we're basically saying like you know the studio version of it that that got released. Um, I'm still I'm a big advocate for seeing the original version. Um, I just wanted to put that out there. Before we rag on the original. I personally could not give a shit about seeing the original version because even the original trailer didn't even look that great. It just had a really good song. I'm pretty sure... I can't even remember what Queen song it was. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. No, but that was the trailer that fucked everything. Yeah, like I... That was the trailer that, just, was the trailer that everyone loved and they were like, oh shit, we've got to make this more like Deadpool. So... Yeah, I... I personally just don't care about seeing the original. Well, I didn't even I was just, finish the, I, just saying, I didn't like, even finish like was, the studio version though. Exactly, exactly. So I was just saying like, you know, if we do rag on the original, it's not a dig at David Ayer. I we yeah. we still kind of want to see the original version. Um but forget about that version. That version's dog shit. Yeah. The Suicide Squad. Directed by James Gunn. James Agon. James Agon? I was about to say like James Ayer, but then James I realized Ayer. James Ayer. David James Gunn. Gunn. David Gunn. David Gunn. Um, Chris Gunn. Yeah, I think Joe's kind of hit it on the head already. That this is really, really great. Um, yeah, I think, it is. I think I think the early trailers were a little like iffy. I'd say. I don't. I don't think they. Yeah, the trailers don't do this film justice. I don't think they do at all. Um, but the uh, this yeah this movie is absolutely hilarious. It's very violent the, the, and very it's gory. It's brutal. 
One thing that like I was just want to touch on with the uh, the trailers thing that they did a literal opposite of what the uh, the first Suicide Squad did. Um, I didn't watch any of the trailers for this for Suicide Squad. Um, I Wait, just went to you, see. You the got movie. you got to say the original, the new one, bro. Because uh, <laughs> they're I've both got, called the I same thing. For, I didn't <laughs> watch any trailers for the Suicide Squad. The new um, one. Just say the new one, the new please, one. for the love of God. Fuck say the new one. For the new one. Right. Okay. Thank you. I didn't watch any trailers for the new one. Um, I just went in completely blind. I knew like characters that were coming in. There. I um, the only trailer I saw was the character roster reveal one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh there. wow. We talked about that in the um, when we when this got when that trailer got revealed at the uh, yeah. DC fandom last year. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. Um, that's pretty much the only trailer I've seen. Like I've seen snippets here and there from like YouTube ads, but I didn't really watch them because I kind of wanted to go into this blind because the last one. The trailers were really were pretty fucking great, honestly. Yeah, they were. Like that, they hyped everything up, and then the movie was dog shit. And now what you're saying is the movies were kind of meh. Not the movie. The trailers were kind of meh, and they just didn't really hype you up for the movie. And now the movie is fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting that they've gone once again done a complete 180. They've made an incredible movie with kind of crappy trailers. Yeah, basically. So yeah, I just I just find that really interesting that like that kind of thing can happen. Um, so I think there's there's, a pl- there's plenty of characters in this. Um, what who was everyone's favorite? Oh, that's wrong. that's tricky. Yeah, because I think oh, we can. There's um, so many say, good ones. I think it's fair to say there's no <sighs> there's no character that's done badly. Right. Every single no. character is done really well because they all have development in yeah. some shape or form, and that's really, really good. Like James Gunn has been able to somehow. I so I thought like this movie was going to be focused on one character the whole time, yeah. pretty much like the original did because they focused primarily on um Deadshot, didn't they? Yeah, Deadshot and, like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. this one does not do that. It, they they have like equal time and equal development, and everybody has their own special moment. Yeah, they do. I um, think go- going into this, I probably would have said uh, King Shark and Peacemaker or Harley, but I really felt attached to um, Ratcatcher Two and uh, Bloodsport. I thought Sport those was were incredible. Those were the heart of the movie. Yeah, those two. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I think for me, um... I also loved Flag. Yeah, Rick, Rick Flag was so... They did this... They did him so much justice in this movie. Because in the original, he's just generic army man. And in this, he's yeah, actually like... in this, he's... He's great. <laughs> like, genuinely he's great. brutal badass. Yeah. Uh, and he's tactical, and he's a leader. And you feel that. Everyone respects him, and everyone's like, yeah... You're you're our you know fearless leader here. Um, I yeah. obviously obviously King Shark's great, obviously. Uh, voice by yeah. Sylvester yeah. Stallone, <laughs> which is unreal. Um, and and I, a polka dot man is a standout Burn. as well. A, a character who is so fucking stupid, ridiculously and they give stupid, him so much heart that I. He's know, also. Possibly the most... Is this a spoiler to say he's the most brutal? No, not necessarily. He's one of the, he's one of the most brutal characters in this as well, weirdly enough. 
Yeah, yeah. And he genuinely he is ridiculously he, brutal. I think he's probably the most human as well. Yeah, which is even weirder. Um, but I, I also absolutely loved um, Nathan Fillion's uh, TDK. I thought he, TDK was oh, pretty great when he was. He there. was great throughout this film. He was so funny. He was so funny. But I, just Nathan Fillion as a whole is just great. I absolutely love him. Um, the, Nathan Fillion, I've always like, especially ever since that um, like short released. My, my fan cast for like Uncharted has always been Nathan Fillion. Well, he's yeah. just perfect for him. He looks like him. As like well. he, he, he even he looks like him. He they've done a short like a fan film did an Uncharted like there's an Uncharted fan yeah, film yeah, yeah, Nathan Fillion that, in, yeah. and that's so good. I just want to see him as that. Like he was fantastic as TDK. Don't get me wrong, he was incredible. He was like a standout character in this movie, but man, I want to see him as Nate Drake. <laughs> I want to see him say crap and then fall down a fucking mountain. Um, I, I'm trying can to we... think what else we can talk about without going into music. Spoilers. The music. fucking music. Um, oh my dope. god! It was pretty dope. Oh, the music was very the, good. The action scene music was incredible. Like every single time that came on, I for some reason, I always thought it was gonna be like um, I think it's like Black Eyed Peas or something like that. But every, like it was always just so hyping me up so fucking much every single time it came on. <laughs> like the second I oh yeah it, I was um, like yes, there's a great action scene about to happen. Oh yeah. One one thing that this does right is like you know the new Suicide Squad and the old Suicide Squad both had you know use music like pop music and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the the old one kind of did it for the sake of it to seem edgy. Yeah, the um, other one did it also. Just tried to, to like, riff off James good... Gunn, but this one, this one worked. Yeah, you know, James Gunn knows how to choose a soundtrack, man. We see he does. I was just about to say, like, James Gunn knows music so well. Yeah, it's like it's like Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright and James Gunn really know how to choose a soundtrack. Imagine if those two teamed up to make a, a movie together. Imagine, imagine the just, soundtrack. Imagine if they just teamed up to make a Spotify playlist. Oh. <laughs> I love that so much. Spotify, oh my get on god. That. Get on that, man. <laughs> get, Do it. get the team up of the century sorted. Yeah. There you go. And then we'll both look, we'll interview them both for you. Yeah, we'll Free do that. Me, me and David will interview Edgar Wright and James Gunn for Spotify. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> We're good friends with Spotify, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Very good friends of Spotify. Um, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- I'm. I'm genuinely trying to think. Without, I. I think this movie probably has one of the best Harley Quinn scenes. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, oh yeah. Of, out of the three movies she's been in, I think this probably has her best scene. And she has so that so there's two main scenes I want to talk about with her. One of them is an action scene, but the other one I think is, it's so long and drawn out, but in a good way. And I think I think it results in like just a very, very Harley Quinn moment, and I really, really dig it. I think it, I think I, think I know what scene you're on so about. Good. Yeah, like that scene, like the really humanizing scene. Then the one that kind of like gives a full on character development. Yeah, like that one I really loved. I was literally when I was watching that scene, I was like, "Holy shit, this is like actually good Harley Quinn content." It's not just 
showing what the base idea of Harley Quinn is just from the costume alone. It's delving into the character. Yeah. And her personality and everything. And that's something that I kind of missed in Birds of Prey. They kind of did it in Birds of Prey. They, they delved into it a bit, but they focused more on, you know, the fact that she's a wacky, fun, solo badass. Yeah. Like, independent white woman who doesn't, who don't mean no man. That kind yeah. of thing. Like, it, it, it focused more on that than it did this part. And this really, really like perfects harley quinn as a character and i really hope because they've said that um she doesn't know whether she's doing any more harley quinn roles because obviously dc's schedule is so fucked that yes. they don't know what they're doing at this point we don't know they don't know if they're gonna get a suicide squad too because they haven't decided yet no they 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 haven't have they God damn exactly DC. fucking dc um, like they have this whole event the dc fandom but they still don't know their schedule <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I think I think uh, I I really like Amanda Waller in this as well. She, Amanda she, Waller's really good. She like in the in the original she's shown to be a bit of a dickhead, but in this she's yeah. shown like how evil she can really be. And I'm like, yeah. From what I've seen in the original, evil. You hate, you hate her because it's just bad writing and boring. In this one, you hate her because she's a cunt. No, she's a dickhead in the original, man. She like. When when they pick her up in the original, they're like, right, okay, yeah, you've got you've got to bring this whole team here to just to save me, and then she kills everyone that is in that room because they can't know that she's just used this to save her. And he's like, fuck, she's a dickhead, man. All right, I once again, I didn't watch all the movie in the, in the first place. I really watched an hour of it, and then <laughs> yeah, she. I, she's... Don't know, I don't even know if I went to the cinema. I can't remember if I walked out of the cinema or walked out of my bedroom. There, there's a yeah, she she's a bad person in that original one, and. And in this one, she's shown like, yeah, that's not changed. That has not changed. Um, I, I, I think, I think the pacing really works as well. Um, I, I, yeah. I could have sat there for another maybe half an hour, and just enjoyed yeah, I wasn't... being with these characters. The only part where I thought it was slow was like one of those Harley scenes you spoke about. But apart from that, yeah. I was. But I, 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 I could have sat there a lot longer. This earlier. I think that that scene is long, and I think it serves a purpose for being that long. Yeah, and I think that's why it works so well for me. No, the um, end result of that scene is good, but it's not like bad downtime. It, it's it's yeah. nice to like you know it breaks up the film as like you've had all this crazy shit happen already. Have a bit of you know downtime. Have a bit of a breather and enjoy this really really good scene with Harley and you know enjoy her character more, yeah. but still you know chill out for a bit. And then come back, and we'll get back into the crazy shit again. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I love that. Is there anything else you guys want to mention before we go into spoilers? Uh, just the fact that it felt fucking weird to be in a cinema for the first time in two fucking years. Yeah. It, yeah. it, like I know you guys you are. See? Oh fucking! I, I don't know. even. We went to know. see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was 2019. That was it all, might have that was all been... 2019. Let me have a look at the podcast real quick. I'm going to actually have to open up the podcast to remind myself of this shit. This... We watched... Um, no, because I went to university. We also did um, Far From Home. That was before. Oh, that was July. When did 1917 come out? January. I didn't see that in cinema. January. Hmm, that might have been my last film. Um... Because I'm trying. If I go through the podcast, I'll be able to see which film I had to go see in the cinema last time. What was my last one? 
Why did it just say oh. Spotify on Spotify? Mine was the Invisible Man. Ooh. I don't think I saw that in cinema. I remember seeing that on um, Digital. Digital. Because um, that was why. just as... Which is why you start keeping a list of all the films you see. Like me. No. Um... I, I big boy. I've been doing that. <laughs> oh. Big old list. But yeah, anyway, but it's still it's been a while. It's been a fucking it's long been at least time. over a year. It's been a long time. Okay, okay, I'm gonna stop you like that. Um, you, my out of ten, what are we giving this? Before we head into the spoiler section, we gotta give this an out of ten. Where are we all going? Uh I would give it an eight and a half out of ten. Eight and a half. Okay. Very solid. Xander, what are you giving it? I'm I'm going full on nine. Like this is this is really, really great. Uh, it's my second favourite film of the year so far. Um and I think that I, I can't wait to see it again. As soon as it finished, me and all my I went with like there were seven of us and we we're all sat on the back and we were like, Can we just anyone wanna catch the next show in? Like I swear there's a show in at eleven, we could go and see that. I was tempted to do that, but I was knackered and I had work earlier the next day. <laughs> um, Honestly, like... I think my last film that I saw in cinema might have actually been um, fucking oh, Mission Impossible. That was 2018, you gimp. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it might have been what you said then. Once it might have been Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There you go. Yeah, that was 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Jeez, yeah, been just over two years then. Since I've been to the cinema, but yeah, I yeah, um, I'm 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 dying to go and see it again. I'm gonna be going seeing it with Alex later on this week. So uh, yeah, big big nine. I can't wait to see it again. David, now, uh, yeah, I'm giving it a, a full nine as well. This was fuck. Uh, this was fucking fucking. <laughs> this was fucking <laughs> brilliant, mate. It's fucking hell, mate. <laughs> I, I went to go see it with Ollie as well. I think I'm just I'm becoming Captain Boomerang, um, but like I went to go and see it with Ollie, and um, like he he always does like a shit Australian accent. So when we got he always cinema, does a shit. He always does a shit in there. Yeah, a <laughs> what a what a top lad. I know. Right? Um, he always does a shit Australian <laughs> accent, and it, like when we got out the cinema, he was just like that was fucking great. I was like, oh fucking hell, that was a, uh, what, that David was a terrible that Australian again. accent, David. Can we get that straight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was fucking great. Oh, <laughs> that was more Shrek Scottish. than Australian. You went Scottish. That was fucking great. Bloody glow, mate. That's fucking great. <laughs> Far out. Right. Um, oh. oh, God. <laughs> Mine was better Please than yours. Never. Fuck off. Right. Don't never say far out again. You're fucking British. Far out. You're like the most British guy ever. Even a Betsy. Oh, Bloody glow, mate. Right. Are we, are we, spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler warning, spoiler section, hello everyone, right, so, we've talked about this movie as much as we can without spoilers, there is a lot in this movie to spoil, so if you have not seen this movie yet, um, I, we all recommend going seeing it, obviously if it's safe, uh, to do so, but in America you can see it on HBO Max anyway, so do just see it, because it's a really great movie, you'll not have a bad time watching this, um, but if you, if you haven't seen it yet, and you want to before listening to the spoiler section, go away, watch the movie, and come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. But if you 
don't care about spoilers, or if you have already seen it, then welcome to the spoiler section. Um, here's a spoiler alert to get all of you out of the way. And now. I don't, I don't spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Here we are in the spoiler section. Oh my god, there's so many bloods and guts here. Oh my god, there's so many ah! dead bodies. Ah! Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Uh, this oh is no. not a dance. <laughs> I'm begging for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. David left. Right, let's do the rest of oh, God. Oh, he's back. He loved that. You, you watch yourself. You, you saw yourself out. Great. Um, so, uh, David, do you, want, do you want to say what you said again before the spoiler no, alert? No, fuck you. Yeah. Um, most of the characters die before the opening credits. Um, <laughs> which I think we all should have really seen coming because there's a lot barely of in the trailer there's a lot of characters in these they're barely in the trailers and there's so many big names that you're like how can they afford this like <laughs> weasel i was properly rooting for like yes no p <laughs> but no he drowns he he drowns <laughs> immediately immediately yeah. they jump out of the plane and he just drowns and they're like did anyone check that he can swim? That was the fucking <laughs> funniest thing I That's... had ever heard in an opening scene. I th I th just like this really great moment, and then just. <laughs> I I I think it's that um, I, I, th I think it's just that the, the entire like background of the Suicide Squad is like you know the the people in the back room they're just so fucking unorganized. They like, really they, are. They just don't give a shit. They're like, oh, oh, what? Idris also, Elba has a, has a fear of rats. Oh, we'll put him with Rat Catcher. Who gives a shit? Like, like there's no there's no thought process to who's going to work well in a team. They're just <laughs> like, okay, this guy's brutal. This guy's brutal. This is a fucking weasel. Let's just throw him in there. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. literally no organization to this. And I honestly love it because it's also like, this feels so fucking corrupt as well. Because yeah. I like placing bets on who's gonna fucking That's live and yeah. die, like that shit gives me like I I can't remember. Um, I think it's like Happened in the, in the Purge TV series, yeah, and in the Purge TV series they do the same. Um, like they, there's like an entire organization that's doing like bets on people, um, on who's gonna live and die during the Purge, and obviously in Cabin in the Woods they think, ah, oh, well, who's gonna die first, yeah, the Stone yeah, or whoever. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's yeah. genuinely so fucking like. There's so much detail in just that opening scene alone. Of you already get kind of an idea of how fucked this thing is. And you know what? This movie wastes no time. So like, it in, really does not. I think the third line in this movie is like, okay, you know the deal. I'm putting a bomb in your neck, and if you leave, I'm gonna blow it up. But you've got to do. Yeah, I was. I was, the work. I was kind of shocked how like, I was like, oh, we're we're already into the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. And there I was think, no build-up for these characters. I, I want to say straight up, the that opening scene on the beach, the first like 10, 15 minutes maybe of this movie, is brilliant, perfect. I, yeah, I genuinely, genuinely think is it would work on its own as just a short film. Yeah, it is. James Gunn have a like, does James Gunn have a fetish for killing birds? Because there's a lot of deaths of birds in this film. <laughs> Maybe he just really doesn't like birds. No, this is his way of getting he, rid of him. He does have a fetish for Michael Rooker, though. Fuck, he's in like oh. the guys in every movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because we follow Michael Rooker's savant from from the opening shot, and we he's like our our uh, like lead character in that short short scene, and he's the last one to die. And it's like 
fuck like yeah okay i thought that once he started running away he was gonna like become a main character but no he they explode yeah yeah yeah, literally that, told us at the beginning what's really, going to happen if they desert, and they fucking did it. That that opening scene really sets up the movie well. It's like, right, okay, no one is safe. Yeah, all of those were just a distraction. Yeah, yeah, all of them. They were literally sent as a distraction. I love that. Um, I think I, I said earlier, my one of my favorite characters, is TDK. He gets like three lines, maybe, and his big thing is his arms detach. And his arms go over to all these soldiers and just start uh, smacking the detachable them. kit. The detachable kid. Oh, I thought it was kit. No, the detachable kid. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Uh, but he just starts slapping them, and it's like you see it later on when everyone's like going down. He like all the soldiers are just shooting his arms, and he's on the floor like rolling about, like ah ah. <laughs> like that's so fucking funny, man. Because <laughs> there's not a scratch on him, but his arms are like fucked. <laughs> like it's genuinely funny. Like this yeah. is the funniest um, comic book film I've seen for sure. Yeah, it's certainly up there. Um, and I can 100 see why James Gunn has recently been saying like comic book movies have, have gotten boring. Because this is far from that. Yeah. This is like the most fun you will have with a comic book movie that you could have. Yeah. This is like a and comic this book isn't, brought to life. This isn't straightforward at all, this film. It's like you were talking about the pacing was good. It Its narrative is non-linear. It jumps back and forward and that helps the film. It's It does. Because yeah. there, were, there were moments when I was thinking like, especially towards the end when, um, when it's that whole thing with Rick Flagg and Peacemaker that whole section is quite long. And I was like, Fucking hell, where's Harley Quinn at? Where's, where's Bloodsport? What are they all doing? Yeah, where are the others? And then... Um, Just cause eight minutes earlier. Yeah, and that's so well done because that moment, if you cut away from that, you're like, oh God, what's going to... Like, you want to be in that moment for as long as possible. Yeah. And it does so well with that. And then as soon as it cut, and as soon as Idris Elba starts dropping down that building, which by the way, he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. <laughs> he when just he keeps, just keeps dropping down every single one, he's still like, whoa, whoa. And then he drops right in front of John Cena. You're like, oh fuck. I was getting so hyped in the cinema. I was like, oh shit, here we go, boys. <laughs> oh, that was so good. John Cena was brutal in this film john cena's great in this really john Cena was people, weirdly great people honestly. keep sleeping on john cena i keep telling people this guy's good he's got chops see my he's got like, a meaty i've not watched any, well. i've not watched fucking <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> <sighs> no there is context to this so joe yeah. joe <laughs> there is context joe just straight up said he forgot that we were on a podcast here and not just in the server that's yeah. what just happened he just genuinely said, John Cena do you want to cut that bit out got a meaty no, cut not at all no we're not no, at all. At all. oh no <laughs> staying in you dug your grave you can line it that's gonna be the, know, it's because the title now joe there's meaty a scene cock. <laughs> there's a scene where he's just in his briefs he is, he is and in his briefs. and it, the the hmm <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Has, but he there got, has he got a meaty cock, Joe? <laughs> there is a penis in this film. There is a visible <laughs> penis. I will say that. I didn't see. I didn't spot the penis, but Joe keeps going on about this penis. I did not no, see a there penis. Is a, okay, Peacemaker or Bloodspot, one of the two. They're like competing over like the best kill in the in the forest, jungle, whatever you call it. Um, and one of them just blindly shoots a guy who just got out the bath or something, and he's got his cock out. I think Joe just really wants to see cocks in films. No! 
what it is. Like you're just looking out for all the cocks because we did not like me and Xander are both bi as well, and we did not notice a cock. Are you you trying to come out to us, Joe? Is this how you're gonna do it? Just for a podcast? No. It's okay Um, if you do. We'll we'll welcome it. Who who do you think had the best death? I thought you were gonna say the best dick. Who had the best dick as well? Fuck it, let's have that Hit conversation. Yourself, uh, fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> what a schlong. A mighty meat. Man, it's, it's like a baby holding an apple. Um... Mate, it was literally, it's literally <laughs> like a baseball bat. It just starts off thin and then gets thicker and thicker as it goes along. Oh it's my. like the marshmallow flumps used to buy. Um... <laughs> Who's got the best death? That takes me back. Come on, come on, best death. Oh, um... I think most That's emotional, tricky. we can say Rick Flag. Yeah, I think and Rick that Flag. That took me by surprise, you know. That really um, took me by surprise. Ah, oh, best death. And I think oh, as well, Javelin's death. Funniest death is um, clearly fucking Weasel. Yeah, Weasel. Weasel was a funny one. But he's not dead. <laughs> well, he's not dead. But at the start, he, well, he did die. He fucking drowned. He just came back. He did come back. He, he, yeah, I, I quite like Javelin's um, death. Javelin just gets shot. Like that's yeah, that one. That one's kind of boring. I, no, I, I mean, think like, um, after he like talks to Harley. I was boomers is good. Boomerangs. Oh, Captain Boomerang. I would. I was, was talking God. about this before. I was genuinely like, "Fuck!" Like they just killed Captain Boomerang. Like I, I was. We I were was a little so bit upset good. that they killed Cal- Captain Boomerang, especially because like I really thought that they were going to keep him on because like obviously I know that the game and the uh, the movie are completely fucking separate. But, like, they've got some major characters that are in the game that's yeah. going to be coming out for Suicide Squad in this movie. So I was like, oh, they're going to keep these alive so that people kind of know who, you know, who's who for when the game comes out. So you don't have to, I, I you know, do introductions. Was, I think that was literally just like, okay, this ain't, this ain't your five years ago Suicide Squad. We're getting... This ain't your granddad's Suicide Squad, but, you know, we were all basically around for the last one. Um... Yeah, they just basically say, right, okay, this is very different, so we're getting rid of all the baggage. Well, supposedly what they um, also did, like, apparently uh, James Gunn was literally just told, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And it definitely feels like that, because he killed off so many characters who could have been fantastic. Yeah. Like, TDK especially, like, he has potential to be a really funny character, but they just kill him off. Yeah. Boomerang mean, like, is incredible. What, what, is, what is TDK gonna do, really? Like, they show exactly <laughs> what he can do. He showed what he can do, but I imagine, like, there's more that he can do than just that. Like, I'm legs. sure there's gonna be more. Just... Yeah, exactly. He's the detachable kid. Yeah. He can detach everything. Everything. Does that mean he can detach his car? Everything. Everything. Joe, you ready for this? I guess Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion's cock. I, guess, I, guess I am not the cock the man of the, the podcast. You're the poster cock boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Joe Cock. Oh, God. Right. Gonna I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm going to scream without the S. Um, <laughs> because of cocks. Anyway, let's continue. I think Polka Dot Man was really well done. I've said this before as well, but um, that whole thing about his mum was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Literally, when like they were in the club, I turned like I turned to Ollie and I was like, "Is this all going to be his mum then?" And then it did the scene. I was like, "Oh god, it is all his mum. Why is his mum that?" Wait, oh. for, for me, it's when he he looks at every, everyone's looking at him like, "What the fuck?" 
And, and I also just like, said, I see her everywhere. And it cuts to everyone, and everyone's his mom. She's sharp as well. Bro, that genuinely looks like me on the poster. I was was going to say, Joe, you have have somehow predicted that entire (laughs) thing through our poster. Like, our fans just see us as every single person in posters now, so you have encapsulated us (laughs) as Polkadot Man. Thank you. (laughs) Which one of us is Polkadot Man in that? I think it's Xander, right? No, it's you, David. (laughs) I felt really bad for Polka Dot Man. His like the things on his face—it's yeah, absolutely like, horrible. His backstory good. is good, fucked. Looks good though. It, yeah, it looks good, but the the um, like he'd be a fucking great person to go to a rave with. <laughs> Why but, does um, he want to find his mom? He... <laughs> 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 no, because he's a human glow stick. Oh my! You're a human God. glow stick. <laughs> Just called David a human glow stick. Yeah. In the post office, that, that is true. I didn't think. Uh, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, we we mentioned it already. Bloodsport, uh, Idris Elba, great. Oh, his gadgets were bloody brilliant. His gadgets were so oh. cool, man. Honestly, Idris Elba as Bloodsport is the perfect casting choice for just this movie in general. Idris Elba was fantastic. Every single scene that he was in, I was just. I was constantly smiling because I knew that he was going to become like a kind of good guy and I love Idris Elba playing like a bit of a villain but a bit of a good guy at the same time. Like kind of an anti-hero but not fully. Idris Elba hasn't had really that big, you know, breakthrough in like a good film. Like he was in what the Dark Tower and some other um, stuff. He was in Hobbs and Shaw and Xander seems to love that. that. That's it. He's a famous actor but he's never had like other than a Luther, standout which, role, which is like BBC show, so who's gonna watch? Yeah, him? he's never had like a big standout role, and I'm hoping this, this was it. Becomes it. Yeah. yeah, I'm really hoping this is where we get like the Elbasons. Yeah, like genuinely, I really want like Idris Elba to get as many roles as possible because he is such a talented actor and he deserves so much more than just like being Heimdall in the MCU and barely getting any lines because of it. Yeah, like this movie has done for Idris Elba so much, and I love it for that alone. Because fuck, is the man talented? Yeah, he is very talented. He's fucking incredible. As you all know, I'm a big Peter Capaldi. I'm a. (laughs) I'm a big. I'm a big Peter Capaldi enthusiast. Yes, we do. Um. So when I found out he was in this film, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to see this. Um, and I assumed he wouldn't have a big role. Because, you know, he's just, you know, he's not a big film star. Uh, but he got quite a bit to do. And I'm yeah, happy. He, he got a good role as well. Like, he was good in this fucking movie. He was very like, good in this movie. I, I was not expecting him to be as fucking evil as, like, he was. And even, like, his portrayal wasn't even the thing that sold how evil he was. It was the fact that, like, the people that are um, controlled by Starro, like, what they say about him as well, like, he had his way with me. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, that bit alone is so dark. I'm I'm honestly a little bit gutted we didn't get to see his, like, head explode. But 
We got to see him explode just against glass. Yeah, but I, I, you know, he's got a big head, so I was like, he'd be perfect. Yeah, he's got a big head. But can I also um, just say my favorite like kill in this movie? It was in the trailers, so it's kind it's kind of sad that it was like my favorite kill. But it's just King Shark ripping someone in half. Oh, yeah. and the lightning behind him. Which, the mo- yeah, exactly. But the moment it happened, I was just like, oh, it's happening. And yeah. then in my head, I just I'm going to rip you in half now. <laughs> my, uh, my my flatmate was sat next to me, and she, like, that's the moment she got giddy at. She's like, oh, my God. Like, she, she was so unexcited for this movie. She was missing Love Island. She was like, for fuck's sake. Um, so she she begrudgingly gave this <laughs> with us, and she fucking loved it. And that I feel like that was the ki- the moment she was like, like King Touch rips that guy in half. She was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I was gonna make a joke about Love Island, but I'm very glad I didn't because it's kind of insensitive. Good. I think I knew where you were going. I think I think yeah. I think you should just cut that whole bit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. Because I think I just like, realized just what. Oh no! Oh god! Yeah, so so that 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 scene was great. Um, but fuck, what was uh, I talking about before? Can we that? talk about David Starro? Did... Star, that's what I wanted to say. Starro, genuinely was disgusting. What, all the all the... the way home, all I was saying, like, I can't believe they just fucking put Starro in a movie. The balls of James Gunn to put a giant starfish as the he just villain. he just like. Went into and Photoshop yet, and sized up Patrick Star. It works. It works so well. It's creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. I was like, shit, this is scary. Like Star like the, scary. The footage of Starro um on the the rocket, that was creepy. Yeah. That and how was, it just like released spores. Oh. Yeah, man. Like Honestly, like I was expecting Starro to be like a joke villain. I was expecting them to just kill him off straight away. But nah, that was it, it's fucked. Yeah, man. Oh, Starro was fucked. Yeah, I, I still I can't get over the fact that that he, that he is the villain. That's mad. Yeah, and one I of the best just villains. Love, though, just like Idris Elba saying, "You see that thing up there? That's your mum." That's <laughs> yeah. like the that's the biggest British insult ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was basically a, your mum. <laughs> yeah, it was like, your mum joke. It's your like, mum. <laughs> fuck it is. It's um, actually his mum. Oh, God. I remember Why? The, from, from, the, from the first trailer, there's that shot of Polka Dot Man, and he's shouting in the street, I'm a superhero! All the tweets under it were like, yeah, this is where he dies, isn't it? This is where he dies. <laughs> uh, he's going to say that, and then just get crushed. And that is oh, exactly what happens. I was like, fuck. I'm sad that happened, though. It, it, I ha- it happened, and I was like, oh, shit, no, he's not dead. And then the, he says it again, and it cuts to, like, a wide angle. I'm like, yeah, he's fucked. Like, he's yeah, done. it's coming. He's done. He's done. <laughs> the man is done here. Um, it was at this moment he knew he fucked up. <laughs> as, a, as a Ratatouille fan, <laughs> this film pleased me greatly. It did reverse the Ratatouille. Ratatouille sequel that I always wanted. Yeah, the reverse Ratatouille. He even calls yes. a Ratatouille. Ratatouille in reverse. Like, like, how do you say it? Wait, does he? He calls. Yeah, he, yeah, he calls a Ratatouille. I was, I was literally like, I sat there. So you noticed the cock, but you didn't notice the Ratatouille <laughs> movie. I would. Well, you know. <laughs> it's a blatant literally reference they just say oi ratatouille he 
does say that. When, when was it? Yeah, he says that. When, what the when, fuck? When the, it's when when they're going, in the van. When they're going breaking Harley out. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just before he, he like King Shark comes on the thing. He's like bird. Oh, <laughs> on the calm. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Bird. 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 And ah. me smart. Me read. It's really, he's reading the book, but he's upside down. <laughs> he's, he's reading the books upside down. I smart. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I can imagine like Sylvester Stallone had just as much fun as like Vin Diesel does with just like Groot. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just doing yeah. A, a bunch of different noises over and but, over. Like, with a, with, I, I fucking love Ratcatcher's little rat as well. Because like, oh, there's so many moments oh, where, so where he's just waving at people. And everyone's like, is that fucking rat waving at me? Like, <laughs> it is adorable. And that is um, so fucking cute. That, that whole section of the movie when, the, when they're going, getting Rick Flag and they kill all of those people. It's like a badass scene. You know, Idris Elba and John Cena are like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the coolest kill and all that. And then they get to it and like you don't even think that like, oh yeah, maybe this is fine. It's not even seen like that. You're more focused on these two. And they get there and they're like, oh, right. Okay. Like we didn't actually need to kill anyone. They were all like these were all on our side. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> did you see it? Did you see any of our um, like where are my men? How did they not how'd you get past them? It's like, we didn't see any. Didn't guys. see anyone, no. <laughs> no, not not at all. <laughs> yeah, this very Honestly, it, that bit was so fucking good. Yeah. This, as a quick side note, this film had one of the best uses of title cards. And yeah, captions. I agree. I also love the way the title cards were like they were. Like, they they in were the integrated they, into the scene, and like they actually looked real as well. They didn't just look like oh, we just added this in post processing. It looks like they just actually made it so it was like that on set. Yeah, and I like to think that that was all practical effects. I know it probably wasn't, but I'd like to think it was. Probably not. Sorry, bud. Yeah, I'd just like to think it was. It looks real enough, so I'm going to say it was. Um, yeah, I think everyone everyone has great chemistry. I think John Cena and Idris Elba have really great chemistry in this. Oh, they're great together. And he, yeah, they are fantastic. He, like inevitable, not inevitable, but um, what, what's the, what's the phrase? Um, ultimate demise. Ult ultimate like twist is that he's. Oh yeah. He's actually straight up working for Amanda Waller to make sure that nobody gets out of this with the information. And, like, it's fucked. Like, yeah, I, I didn't I, see I, that coming. I was dead. That's what I'm really looking forward to if the Peacemaker series that um, James Gunn is, is producing and see, directing, I believe. See, that's it. We, we knew the Peacemaker TV show was coming. And then when he died, I was like, right. I, I assumed it was going to be a prequel anyway because I was like, he's probably going to die in this movie. Yeah, and then when he did die, I was like, right, okay, it is a prequel. And then we've got the post-credit scene that where he's still alive. I'm like, oh, right, okay, so it is a sequel. Oh. I forgot to say for the post-credits. Really? I I I googled that there was a post-credit scene, and I saw like the lights light up in the cinema. So that usually means that like you know the credits. No, always stay. Always stay, yeah, like, brother. Usually the like the cinema doesn't have the where lights show up going? until after the, the post-credit scene. Over. No, that's not the post I thought the post credit scene was um, like just Weasel staying alive. Like nah. just the post title card. No, there's another one can, at the can end. Can you like do, do, explain do, do, the uh, post credit scene quickly? So, so um, the, you know the big guy who was in the war room with Amanda Waller? Yeah. Like, we gotta kaiju you up in this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, him and one of the other women from that room go into a hospital room and, they're, and this woman's like, yeah, he's alive. He's just, 
I don't I don't know how, but he's got he's just got a really big heart, you know, keeping going. And they're like, yeah, she's just the the she's just putting us on on this detail to, you know, get get us back for hitting her in the head. And it's Peacemaker lying in the hospital bed, and they say, "What what Jesus. what what do you need him for?" And she says, "Um, to save the world." Ooh. So, there you go. And we've got eight episodes of Peacemaker coming in January. What's that going to be airing on in the UK? I have no idea, but I hope they figure it out. On BBC iPlayer. BBC. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> fucking hell. Um, what a twist. No, it's coming to 4 OD. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going on Dave. It's going on Dave. It's going on Dave. <laughs> yep. It's going on BBC Free, specifically. BBC I Free doesn't work on BBC Free. Yeah, it goes on iPlayer that way. I know, but Joe already, made that. Joe already made that. Fuck! Straight to streaming I services. I was, messag- I was messaging Ollie, just telling him that Peacemaker was alive because we missed the fucking first Oh, so you weren't scene. listening. Right, okay. So. You're texting yeah, during the you, podcast. You melon. I just said I wasn't listening. I was texting Ollie. Oh so my you God. Absolute Dongledorf. God damn it. Um, th- yeah, this, this movie's really good. Like, what else can I, we say? I, um, um once oh again God, the music know. is great <laughs> i just want to touch on that again i really 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 enjoyed the music in this film it was so fucking good it had so much personality and i also um, love like they somehow humanized king shark as well like they gave him a nice little like moment i gave him a couple nice moments where it's just like he's actually just a really lonely like creature yeah he, he doesn't have any friends and he clearly wants that and then when Ratcatcher just says, we can be your friends, it's such a sweet little moment. It is, And yeah. just like, aww. Like, Ratcatcher is the most adorable character in this movie because she's just so sweet. Uh, I wasn't hyped or interested in Ratcatcher at all before this, but... I thought you would have been being I was so impressed. Forever. I know, but I was so impressed. And oh. Taika Waititi shows up. I was going to say, Taika yeah, Waititi was, was in was all Ratcatcher the posters, one. everything like that, and everyone was like, where the fuck is Taika? Everyone thought he was going to be like <laughs> voicing, one scene. he was going to be voicing Starro, but he actually played the original Ratcatcher, um, yeah. and he's in like that yeah, he's in one scene. He's like yeah, Firefox. It's right actually, at the end he's as in, well. He's in two, but like on the bus as a flashback. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah, till yeah. like the the scene on the tower that you realise. Oh wait, that's Tyker. Ty- as soon as yeah. he opens his mouth and he's got a New Zealand accent for a Frenchman, you're like yeah, that's that's, that's Tyker. <laughs> Um, there's co- go on. There's quite a, a few references in here. Like, um, uh, Polkadot Man mentions Star Labs. Yeah. Which is, I think, to do with the Flash. Yeah, Star Labs um, is just a big place in the DC universe. Yeah. Um, we've got Calendar Man in there for a split second, played by Sean Gunn. Did we? Yeah, he's in the prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sad we didn't get Condiment King. And the Condiment King. I, I don't know why I want the Condiment King so badly, but I just really want to see what, like, specifically what James Gunn could do with a Condiment King live-action thing. It's because the Lego Batman movie is so good. The Lego Batman <laughs> movie is incredible. Lego Batman movie is <laughs> the second best Batman movie. James Gunn! No, it's please the best. Please do! Yeah, it's, it's the boy. best It's the best Batman movie. Yeah, that's right. That's the argument. Right, everyone? Yes, it anyway. is. Um, <laughs> also the best Man Bat movie because I'm pretty sure Man Bat's a 
originally he was going to have this on here. He's going to have yeah. that in a... Um... Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad? Yeah. What? Why? Why not? That would have been so good. Because he picked other characters. And Man Bat oh. probably was going to be the one one of the ones that was in the opening skirmish that died immediately. Yeah, but at least they should have included the live-action Man Bat. They should have included Eggman. Just throwing eggs at everyone, then kill him off. We need live-action Eggman. Oh, we've got to talk about Harley Quinn. So we got live-action Eggman. It's called the Sonic movie. Are these Ooh. scenes with Harley Quinn um, in the palace oh. are yeah. so good. So the the first one, she get, she turns up and the prince is like, I'm in love with you. Let's, let's get married. And they have like this adorable like day where they just like do loads of shit. They get, go on dates and stuff like that. Oh. And it's so corny and cheesy. And then right at the end of it, they like have like a crazy angry sex scene. Where they nearly burned down the fucking palace. Nearly burned down the house. <laughs> and then, he, and then she, he sort of like shows a couple of red flags. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking put loads of kids in, in with Star and I'll fuck them up. And she just shoots him. And it's like, mad. Okay. like that. She's so like, a bit of a red flag. That, that whole development kids. there of like, yeah, this is going to be a whole thing here. That Like, this is why it's so long. It's because it's going to be a whole thing in this movie. And then, nope, it's not. It's over. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that section of the movie's over. I was like, this but like once again, it's just really good character development for Harley because she's actually like learned from her mistakes with the Joker. Like she's just like she said, I told myself that if I ever see red flags again, I would do the healthy thing and kill him. Well, have you seen and the? Um, like, oh, did you notice the uh, slogan on the back of her jacket the whole way through the movie? It's a uh, "Live fast, die clown." Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, I feel like this just, that was just like a big fuck you to Jared Leto's Joker specifically. Almost. Definitely. I feel like even James Gunn hated it, so he's just like, you know what, fucking die, die um, clown. I, I, the, the, the action sequence when she escapes as well is fantastic. Oh, with the javelin. Oh, that's so fucking good. So good. It, oh. it really reminded me of the um the prison scene in uh Birds of Prey, but like taken up to eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, it was so fucking good. Every single moment that Harley was fighting, I was just like, fuck yes, this is exactly what I need from Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie is... This movie is fully proven to that Mar- Margot Robbie is, without a doubt, the pinnacle cast for Harley Quinn live action. How how did how did you not already know that? <laughs> I, I kind of knew that, like... So, look-wise, from the first Suicide Squad, I, yeah. Like, they, they got the look down, they got the voice down. In Birds of Prey, mostly, but not 100% there, but that was more because of writing and also because, like, character development wasn't there. In this one, because of the character development, because of the way that she's portrayed and because, like, she's not just this psychopath, she's a person who has been torn apart by Joker and she's finally coming to terms with her own self and finally becoming her own person at this point. It, it it fully proves that she is the only person that could play like Harley Quinn this good. Like nobody could do her live action this good. Yeah, no, probably not. And why like, not the have... only other person that could even closely come to it is Kaylee Cuco. <laughs> yeah, she's really good in that show. Exactly. Um, I'd yeah. argue that all the casting in this was bang on. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person was top tier. Like I was a bit iffy about um, John Cena originally. I thought that uh, like Peacemaker was going to be just this comic relief character that's kind of in the background. Every now and then does some really cool stunts because obviously he's you know 
his experience with WWE, so he kind of has the training for that kind of shit. But no, he was fucking great. And it's like he's not even just—he's not even just comic relief. He's like, yeah, he's got—he's got some serious moments. Like, yeah, he's—he's he's got a lot of comic relief in this movie. He has a shit ton of comic. Relief. I think everyone does though. It's, exactly. Like, I don't think there's a specific comic relief character. I think everyone's just funny. He's a funny. Exactly. Movie. Everybody is naturally funny in this as well. It's not forced. It like it feels natural. It feels like an actual conversation that these people would have because they're just this deranged group of fucked up people. Yeah. But not like a, they're not like a family at the end of it. They're a group of fucked up people that just somehow have found themselves to be working together. I absolutely love that the guy who drives the van just stays with them <gasps> for ages. I, I noticed that. Hilarious. Like, in, oh, he's still there. In, in the lineup in the rain, he's walking with them, and I was like, the fuck is this guy still doing here? Like, <laughs> and that, that made I me laugh honestly, so much. I genuinely didn't realise he was there until he died, just like the other guys did, other than um, Polka Dot Man. Like, I was just like, oh shit, he was there! Oh. Polka Dot Man fancy him. No, he's no, just like, just, no, Polka he's Dot Man's just, human, like a, he, he's just like, a nice cares guy. About people. Yeah. He doesn't like people dying. The only person he likes dying is his own mum. Yeah. It's a fucked up and guy. that's why Star becomes his mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This, uh, this is batshit crazy. This is a batshit crazy movie. And I'm really happy that it exists. And I would, I mean, I want to see another. Yeah. Because James Gunn said he wants to do more. I think, I think, I mean, he's doing Guardians 3 with Marvel. <laughs> And I think after and that, he's also doing the holiday uh, thing. The filming that the holiday same special. Time. Um, ah. But I think he's what well, he said. He's done with Guardians after that, and he's probably going to be done with Marvel after that. And it would not surprise me if he just completely jumped ship. If if Warner Brothers are like, do what you want, then why wouldn't well, yeah, he just they do that? Basically, said, do whatever the fuck you want with this. And yeah. he's been given the most. I feel like Warner Brothers have given him the most creative freedom out of anybody with this now. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like even with um, with the Snyder Cut, there was probably still a little bit of, you know, meddling here and there to well, stop there him from making it too long. There like, was. There were, no, there were no missing scenes from the trailers in this. Yeah, Another exactly. One. Like, And there's also the fact that we na- we've, they've even come out and said, Warner Brothers said, just do what you want. He's been given total creative freedom. And I think that's what he specific. He definitely needs that to be able to make the perfect superhero, like, well, not superhero, comic book movie in general. Yeah. And I am I hope to God we get a sequel to this. And I hope to God the Peacemaker series sets up that sequel. I think the Peacemaker series probably... And the King through it. I think the Peacemaker series probably is going to be that. that like uh, setting up the sequel? No, just the sequel. I, I have a feeling we're not going to see another Suicide Squad movie from James Gunn, but I think we're going to see another DC movie from James Gunn. I think if no, we did, I th- I think I would not be surprised if they're just like, listen, what character do you want? What do you want to do next? Just take a take a take your pick. See, the thing is, if, I feel like he'd probably just say, "I just want to do these guys again. I had a lot of fun, and let me do more of them." Maybe. If they did do another Suicide Squad, what villains would you like to see? I don't know enough like uh, DC villains, so I can't say. Yeah, yeah, same to be honest. Um, I've always just wanted to see uh, Clayface. Yeah, Clayface. Just anything live action, please. Clayface would be good. What 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 villains would you want to see in the squad? Condiment um, King. 
Uh, Eggman. I think he's called Weasel. Eggman. Actually introduce Weasel properly. Have him there. <laughs> Don't just drown him at the fucking start. I can't get over his run. <laughs> his run is <laughs> and, so and good. King Shark's run as well. Do you remember at the end when, when they're all... <laughs> he's, he's running like belly first. He really is. But like fucking Weasels is just flopping back and forth with his arms shaking around. I honestly... It brings us... It, it makes me smile so much just thinking about it. I can't wait for all the memes of just like him running towards it. And it's just like, babe, I, come over. I can't. My parents aren't home. Weasel running. <laughs> But like, even, even Weasel's barely in it. But like, even at the start when Idris Elba's walking around the prison, he just seemed licking the glass. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. That, so that, give, that give me like anti fucking Pennywise vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, yeah. This... Man, that that this movie is so fucking good. I was not expecting to say that today, but no. this movie is incredible. No, me neither, man. Me neither. This um. I, mean, I will definitely I be getting this on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, have you seen the uh, HMV Steelbook they've released? Oh, I'll probably get this on 4K. It looks. I will like. I will actually pre-order this on 4K because I really want to see this again. The Steelbook looks really nice. It's it's you know. Do you remember that initial character trailer they released with everyone's logos? Yeah. Like, it's all the character logos on a oh. black background, and I'm like, yeah, that's dope as hell. So I'm I'm tempted by it. I'm tempted by it. Um, but I'm definitely going to... I mean, I'll probably just end up getting it on Apple or Amazon or something when it comes out. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think... Are we done? Did we... Is that anything I mean, else? We've also got Sell Me a Movie. I know, I know. I mean, with the... I thought you were done with the podcast. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, no. That, um, other than, like, James Gunn well fucking done for making a genuinely good Suicide Squad movie and... Also, just somehow making King Shark one of the most likable characters. I feel like that was pretty simple from the first trailer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and justice for Rick Flag. I can't believe he fucking died. That pissed me off. It didn't piss me off. I was just very upset. Yeah. Because he was so good in this. Um, but anyway, um. Right, we're going to end the spoiler section there. Welcome back to the people who who stayed away from the spoilers. Don't worry, we're, we're going to keep our loose lips tightly closed together now. So no worries about spoilers from here on out. Um, Come on, guys. We, we basically just said it was good again because, you know, it's a good movie. You should probably go and watch it. Um, now then. Hey, David. Hey, Joe. Hello. How about right. you guys sell me a movie or a TV show? Or a game, or a music, or a book if you're a nerd. Um, I am going to sell you a movie. <gasps> oh my god. First time, time forever. This is a first. I know, right? For in forever. <laughs> for the first time in forever. Sorry. Okay. Um so last week I'm I think it was last week, Xander, you um you recommended Guns Akimbo. I did. For the first time in the entire podcast, um, I watched something you recommended the week prior. 
Oh my god. Um I I've been like you said last week, I have been excited for this movie ever since I saw the trailer and all the memes. Like the memes have been out for so long and then I've been following this movie for so much. And then I just kind of gave up on thinking it was even going to be released in the UK anytime yeah. soon this year. But then you just told me it's just suddenly released on um Prime. And so I sat down and I was just like I don't want to write today. I'm going to procrastinate by watching this really fucking dumb action movie. <laughs> so I sat down, I turned it on, and I turned my brain off, and I enjoyed every second of it. It is so stupidly fun. Yeah, it's It's the most video game-like, non-video game movie. This actually feels like GTA Online the movie. More, like, more than Free Guy does. From what yeah. I've seen in the trailers, anyway, like this is like a death match in GTA Online that you're just doing with your friend, that you just do not stop for an hour and a half. Yeah, well, and me, me and Xander watched this hilarious. one together, and that was one of the most fun watches I've I've ever had. Yeah, we had a lot. It's of fun watching honestly, that. it's honestly so fucking funny as well. Like, there's so much stupid shit, and like they do actually play around with the fact that he has hand, guns for hands. Like, there's the moment where he's just like, just don't shoot your cock off when he's trying to take a piss. Yeah. And I was fucking crying at that because I forgot, oh shit, how's he going to take a piss? There's a lot of cocks in this podcast, isn't there? A lot of cocks it's in this podcast. You, yeah. A lot of cocks. I mean, me and Xander are also a massive cock each, so... Not saying we have them, we just are cocks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, David. <laughs> bit, 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 a lot of information there. Bit of a, um, bit of a personal touch, just because I've seen your cock. Um, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> I think we're just making up for the big bag of dicks on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to eat every bag of dicks lot of... on this beach for liberty, <laughs> then I'd do it. No problem. <laughs> just seems like you're like, using liberty as an excuse to do what you want. So basically, what I'm hearing is John Cena wants to eat a massive bag of dicks. Please carry on, or are you done? <laughs> um, yeah, like, if I was to sell it, honestly, like, because of the way this movie is, because of the nature of it, and because it's like, you know, such a dumb, stupid, fun action movie. If it was on like Blu-ray, I'd say for like a fiver. Yeah, I feel like that's only a fair a point, fair price. I yeah, like I'd it, sell it. Let's I'd... face it; it's the only person that you're really gonna want to watch this movie for is Daniel Radcliffe. I, I'd sell and... it. I'd sell it as part of a deal. So, you, so for for eight quid, you get the Blu-ray and you get a four pack of beer. I think <laughs> that you're seeing a pissed while watching it. Now you'd get a beer, pizza, and, and a you'd gun. get a four pack of beer, pizza, and a gun. The, the, the <laughs> this is America. <laughs> and a free gun <laughs> with your Blu-ray. You get a free gun and a free pack of cigs, all for a tenner. <laughs> but the guns are lighter. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> yeah, good recommendation, bro. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Joe, are you gonna sell me anything today, hun? Hello. Um, go on then. Oh, go um, on. Then. I was, <laughs> I was kind of. I'm in. I'm in. I can't talk. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I was. I'm in. Oh my god. I was thinking. <laughs> I was you, say umming and ahhing, and were I can't. You umming and ahhing. I was umming and ahhing about which film to choose for this. Um, 
but in the end, I chose Wish Dragon, which is a, a, a an animated oh, film one. on Netflix. Yeah, um, and I've been meaning to watch it for a while, but I thought from the trailers it didn't look too good, and it was it looked like a rip off of Aladdin, but just set, um, you know, in is it in China? I, th- I think it's in China. Yeah, um, and I was I was proven wrong. This is such a charming fun film and it, it's wonderfully animated as well yeah it's it's just so cute i've been meaning um, to watch it and it's it's barely been um promoted it's just been like shoved on netflix yeah and it's a shame really well we did yeah. that with um animal crackers as well animal crackers is, a is that the lin manuel miranda oh one? shit i forgot i forgot i forgot i watched animal crackers yeah, what is Anim- Animal Crackers? Animal Crackers is a movie that was in development hell. I'll send you the podcast on it, Joe. Yeah. It's so interesting. We, um, this, like, that podcast is kind of why I wanted to uh, start a podcast in the first place, because it seemed so interesting to actually do. Um, I finally watched the movie. I forgot to tell you, Xander. I watched Animal Crackers. What did you think? Is this the one that came out like this week? No, um, that's been out for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, it came out last year. Yeah, yeah, it's I, been it's been I'll, on I'll send you a podcast all about time. it, Joe. And it's um mm, he's plugging his podcast. No, it's not my podcasts, podcast, it's another John's. podcast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's the Cinema Sins podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh the yeah, Cinema yeah. Sin. Bro, I'll find it now. No, they're not they're not Big taking the piss out of the wins. movie that they're um what they're doing in this is they're talking to the director and the uh, creator of the sh- of the film and um like how it has been to actually try and get this movie released. Uh, because they'd already seen the movie, because they like knew the director kind of personally, and they um like were talking about his experience trying to get a distributor and everything like that. And it's a really like, especially if you're going into film, which I'm pretty sure you are, aren't you, Joe? I be doing that, yar. Like, it's really, really interesting to hear like behind the scenes of much smaller movies, even with huge names attached. There are some big names attached to this film. Yeah, there are. but it was still a absolute ball ache for this man to get this film just released. He'd had it done for so long, but he just could not get any anybody to release it because they kept on trying to change the movie or like trying to buy the rights from him for it. This that, and the other, and it's it's genuinely so interesting. Honestly, go like seriously, like. Listen to that podcast. It's yeah. genuinely so, I'm, I'm, so I'm cool. going to find it for you now, but I'll, I'll make sure I send it to you. Because uh, it's uh, a good movie. Yeah, Animal Crackers like is it great. Well. Yeah, it's really fun. Like, there's some really dumb shit in it. Like, it's not perfect, but, you know, like, for what it is, and especially considering it's, like, a story that he just told his children, essentially, just adapted into a movie, it's really cute. Yeah. It's got some really cute moments. Um, But anyway, Joe, back to your recommendation. That's me. Um, but no, I just, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice fun watch after watching like Hereditary and, you know, <laughs> some, some darker <laughs> films. Um, Fucking hell. If you, if you want to sit down and just, you know, escape, watch this. Yeah, fair. Seems like a good film to do that too. Like, I've been wanting to watch that for a little while. Um, in terms of how much... Um, well, it's free on Netflix, and, so free, I guess. But if it was like on Blu-ray, ah, uh, okay. Annoyingly, I think it'd be chucked in with like, um, you know, you get the knockoffs in Tesco's, like the 
the Snow Queen, which is a knockoff of Frozen oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And normally I think it'd be chucked there, but it is it is so much better. So maybe a tenner. Fair enough. Fair enough. With a free cuddly dragon, because that dragon's a free cuddly dragon. Oh yeah, God, I'd love that. Idea. Any movie that comes with a free toy, I will buy, even if it's going to be shit. But like the Lego movies, all came with like a minifigure. If you got a specific, like got a HMV exclusive edition, didn't you? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, I've watched quite a lot of movies this week. Um, I watched, I rewatched Sing Street, which I think I might have recommended on the podcast before. It's fantastic. You have. Um, I watched Pulp Fiction the other day. Great, you know, obviously. And I've just started watching the Back to the Future trilogy, so I watched one and yes. two uh, yesterday and today. But um, there's there's three other movies that I watched. Um, Starship Troopers, that's on Disney Plus, is Paul oh, Verhoeven who made RoboCop. It's a really dumb '90s action movie, so cheesy and campy, but it's actually kind of good. Uh, kind of it's on the Troopers. It's on the bar of like so bad it's good. See, that's the thing. Like Starship Troopers is like one of those films where on the surface it's so bad it's good, but it also has like such weird underlying tones of like actually it kind of portrays how um, being thrown into the military kind of is. It gets really really glorified commentary. Yeah, it's it gets really fucking glorified to be thrown into the military in America. Like you you like you show it off to kids who are like 14 and they just think oh it's free money we barely yeah. have to do anything and yet they are going into something that could ruin their fucking lives they don't um, get to see their family for years on end but yeah so, it's really good so that that's a solid movie um i then watched 500 days of summer the uh never the, watched the, that the rom-com with zoe deschanel and uh, joseph gordon levitt i watched that and cried nearly i got very close to crying um <laughs> It's it's really good. Like you know, I think I think a lot of people have said that it's really good. So, um, but the last film uh, I watched this yesterday, and it's brand new, came out this year on Netflix. Actually, it came, I think it came out last week. It's a germ. It's a kind of German. It's a German production at least, and it's called Blood Red Sky. Oh, have, I've been seeing a few bits about that, but yeah, not like so, any trailers or anything. So it's a movie about a uh, these this. Uh, mom and son are on a plane uh, going to America. She's got cancer or something. She's going to get in treatment. And um, the plane gets hijacked by terrorists. But then they also realise very quickly that one of the passengers is actually a vampire. Okay. So it's 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 a very interesting concept. This sounds like one of those films that is just really dumb. Like, when you pitch the idea, just like, okay, there's this character, he's got a really big, really, really sad backstory. He gets on a plane. He gets hijacked. But! There's a vampire. There's a vampire. Um, I think... I think the movie's okay. So, this this is what this is what's confusing me. So, this, this could be my main recommendation. I want to talk about this the most. So, the other ones, yeah, good. But this one, like, listen up. So... It's it's really weird. So like, I think the premise is really interesting. It's basically... I, I was sat watching it. I was like, okay, so this is basically like a Liam Neeson action movie. Well, there's a vampire. Where, where there's a terrorist on a plane. Like, it's Die Hard on a plane with a vampire. <laughs> and it's like, right, okay, sure. Let's go with it. Um, it's, it is a German production, but 
a lot of characters speak English. So you don't if you if you if you're worried about subtitles, it's not really much of a problem. Um It's very gory, very gruesome, and I think I think it's too long. It like just I think it's just over two hours. And this kind of movie should not be. It's definitely about 20 minutes too long. You feel it in the middle chunk. And because it's such a small, small location, you're just in this aeroplane. There are only so many places you can go on it. You know, so you end up seeing people do the same route around the airplane about four or five times during the movie. And it just gets a little stale by the end. Yeah. Um, There's some really great performances, uh, especially from the main woman um, and and the son, weirdly enough. Um, that I, I like some of the characters. I think the ending, the last like 15, 20 minutes, is actually spectacular. Truly spectacular. Uh, and I think the opening is really great as well. Um, but I think there is just that chunk in the middle that is that kind of drags it down a lot. Um, and I think the middle, you sort of just pass through it. Um, but it's got a really great ending, a really great concept. I'm, I'm going to give it like a six. A six out of ten. Okay. And if I was to okay. sell this on Blu-ray, you would probably find this in Asda for like three quid on DVD. Yeah, that's how it'd right. be one of those ones that like if it was three quid on DVD and I bought it, I'd be like, oh, what a gem. Yeah, this is actually kind of good. Like a but, hidden gem kind of thing. Exactly. Because it's it's not terrible. It's not terrible by the, in the slightest. But it's just fine. It feels like it's got a lot of like potential that doesn't really get fully um like no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I, I, David, I think you might actually enjoy it. So I'd, I'd yeah, I'd check it out. I'd check it out. Yeah, I might do. Um, I think that'll do it. Fantastic. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, Joe, what are we doing next week? I have no idea. I need to know for the poster. <laughs> you do need to know for the poster. <laughs> you should probably go through the. Uh, we we have it on like a yeah yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go through worry. after this. We'll go through after this. Um, but there certainly will be an episode next week. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> all for that. We're closing in on a hundred episodes, you know. Fucking hell. Yeah, we'll get to a hundred by the end of the year, bro. Jesus Christ, hundred episode, a hundred weeks of a podcast with you. Exciting. Didn't you say this is also? around two years that yeah been doing this yeah podcast. so yeah, two, years, two ago, years now two years ago this week uh well last week technically um it was two yeah two years ago i put out the first ever podcast with uh Mr. yeah Jones on the 31st Molly. of july yeah with um yeah we, we put out the podcast about the lion king um and then the week after i was there the week and it was born there. and it all went downhill and we talked about tarantino like, we talked about crazy. Tarantino for two whole episodes. Two whole it's episodes. it's so weird to think how far this this podcast has come. Like, just to, I know this is like extending the podcast a bit, and I'm sorry that it's like you know extending it a bit too <laughs> That's much. <all> right, <laughs> but like, it it's so strange to think we have come this far as like a podcast and as like just a group of people. Like, this went from like me and you, or you and James, and every now and then whoever else you could get to come on it. And to, we get so many more people on it now. We've had like Logan, 
we've yeah. had um the guys from the final uh draft. the final drafts yeah Alex and, and we've got we've got more coming up as well like we've got more people to talk with about um, yeah. getting all that shit done like, yeah, it's do. in two like, like two years Gunn. seems like exactly and we're gonna get and colin farrell on here at some point and yes yes but like it's it's strange to think that in Yes, it's just two years. Like, two years seems like, you know, a bit of a long time for this, but it's really not when you think about, like, how long certain creators can go uh, without even having one guest on their thing. And we've had so many, and we've, yeah. like, made like we've made good friends with, like, Logan. He's a good friend of the podcast now, and we've talked to him outside of the podcast every now and then as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking weird to think that, like, when... This all started up again back in June of 2020. I did not think it was gonna. Well, it didn't start up again in June 2020. That's when the first one was. Um, it was like, like May. that's when it was, it was already like, it was starting. like May April one. No, that was um. That's June is um when you released them all on, on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, but it start it started like early like early 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when it, I was in like, um when I was back in when I was back in my accommodation. Yeah. Exactly, and it feels so weird that this has grown into that. Like we now do it over Discord. You were only doing it with like people you could actually get into your um, accommodation <laughs> yeah. for a while, and then you stopped doing it because you couldn't get people on. And then we just started doing it on Discord, and it was a bit, it was a bit iffy at first. We'll admit it. Yeah. Um, but fr- from then we have gotten better and better and better, and just more and more each week. It's yeah. fucking crazy it is. that we've done this for so long and we've already grown this much and we still continue to grow. The yep. only way is up. Yeah, we do. It's, um, yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's mad. Pretty crazy that we're that we're even still here. Um, yeah, like honestly, um, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you for including me on this. Like, I know obviously I always make the joke of our oh, fucking hate this podcast, blah blah blah. I genuinely love it. <laughs> This is this is the this is one of the few things I look forward to every single week. Like, yeah, it can it can be a bit much every now and then with like the big tournaments we do, like watching <laughs> so many movies, especially if it's about fucking Star Wars. But no matter what, I still have. You, you're a never gonna forgive a... me for that, are you? You're never gonna forgive I'm me not. for four episodes about Star. Wars. I'm not four fucking episodes, but <laughs> I still love it. It's still so fucking good, and thank you for including me on this, man. Hey man, thanks for thanks for being on this journey with me. It brings a um, tear to my eye. And thank I, know, you to, I know we. I was going to say Go thank on. you to just everyone who has ever listened to one of these episodes. Like we, we would not be here without any of you. So thank you. Please, in the edit, put some very emotional music over that. <laughs> now just put the uh, the fight music from Suicide Squad over no, that entire put moment. Jewel of the face. We put Jewel of the face. Jewel <laughs> <laughs> of the Davids. Jewel of the Davids. Jewel of the Demons. Jewel of the French. Ah, <laughs> oh, just have me screaming. I oh. turned at the end. <laughs> I like flushed away. <laughs> <laughs> we surrender. We no, not Vegas. that one. The gun cool thing. <laughs> oh, Viva oh. Rock Vegas. Even sorry, forgot oh, the name yes. of the phone. Right, I'm gonna call. Wait, what it did now. you call it? I'm gonna call it. Don't don't carry this on. Right, like thank you. Oh. Um, Right, uh, Joe, thank you so much for being here once again. You've, like I said, you're becoming a bit of a mainstay. You got put in the proper group chat this week as well. 
I know. Unreal. It's, oh, it's, Welcome. It's all happening so fast. <laughs> so yeah, you can't leave now. Um, no. We've got you forever now. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah th- thank you for being here and talking to us about suicide squad and thank you so much again for making all the all the posters everyone loves them so thank you for your great Ooh. work um david thanks for Thunder. being here you big fucking soppy cock yeah why are cocks are prevalent in this <laughs> it's because i'm a massive cock anyway um, like oh, it, I also just want to say, our longest episode is two hundred minutes. Yeah. So which one, is, that, is that is that what the that's that's greatest, greatest of all time, of all time tournament part one? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because and then, we we didn't even finish the first half of the bracket after like two hours. <laughs> so, literally, like that. That podcast fucking drip. That's three hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. Of podcast. I think the original recording of was four, us four hours. Talking shit yeah. about our just our favorite movies. Yeah, man. So yeah, Never thank again. you for um, putting up with us. Never again. A tight, a tight hour thirty-five now. From now on. I mean, um, uh, you, our, our average is like hour thirty-five to two hours. I think. Yeah, average, yeah. Like, roughly, our average is like hour 40 to two hours. It's like right an average now, film. Right the recording is at 1.47. I'll probably Let's make get... it longer. Oh, wow. Let's make it long. Should we just go watch so the suicide squad again? Real... <laughs> <See if we laughs> miss just commentary. Yeah. Let's um... go find the cock that Joe seems to find. Find the cock. That's your mission. <laughs> is, that like the where's... is that like where's Wally? It's just where's Willie instead. Yes. I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. <laughs> for, for two years now, uh, this has been a crazy journey, so thank you uh, to everyone who's ever listened to one of these episodes or even, even given us support. It means the world to or us. Or on the episodes especially as well. Like, yeah, Thank man. you guys if you're listening. Yeah, uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Adam and Alex. Thank you, Logan. And if, we, if we've forgotten about you, we're really sorry. But thank you as well. Yeah. Um. Next yeah, week well, we'll be back with another episode. We're gonna figure out what we're doing next week now, uh, so Joe can make a poster for it. And um, <laughs> yeah, we will see you next week. Thank you. Uh, list go over to our Facebook and Instagram to see those clips that Joe makes. Uh, they are fantastic. See and me also, as Harley Quinn. And also head on over to uh, like you know all the other streaming platforms that you can do so Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a like and a rate or whatever you do on those uh, on those apps. It would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Joe Bye. likes cock. Bye. I think Joe, you said cock, cock too many man. times. I like the word cock. Cock in it, But I also just like cock. 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 That was an epic cock moment. Yeah, kyok. I, I like it when, you say, when you say kyok. So it's like C-Y-O-C-K. Use a spoon to spare. Spare you know, me into that bad fucking You know my favorite word to ask why to? A cunt. A kyunt. Yeah, kyunt. Kyunt. Yeah, fucking kyunt. Yeah, Use a spoon to spare. Spare me into that bad fucking juicy kyok. You've got to say it with like a with like a proper Yorkshire. You fucking kyok. Wow. Yeah, yeah, fucking kyok. Yeah. Look at his kyok. Just get Alex in here and get him to say cock. Look at my, look at my cock. <laughs>
Oh, Shrek, you fucking cock. It's a fucking corking cock, that is. It's a monster of a cock. It's a monster. Man's got a monster hog. He's got a monster. The fuck monster. are we doing? It's Here, the, look, you wee fanny. It's I'm the your dad. Ness monster. Oh, da God, no. <laughs> We're in cockdown, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my God, guys, I'm just going to make some stir fry in my cock. <laughs> Did I tell you about my new name for the vagina? No. no. The <laughs> oh, no. No, Joe. Joe, oh, you no, can't Joe. say that. No. What? Joe. No. Joe, no. Why? No. Why? Why? That's so bad. I, I'm not sure what I should. Bad? I'm not sure what I should stop the recording. Um... <laughs> oh, is it not stopped? Oh shit. <laughs>